It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. And we welcome you back in. It is hour number two, Priority Talk Radio, right here on Truth 101.1 WXJC. We're glad you're with us. Of course, uh, find us at PriorityTalkRadio.com. All the podcast is there. Uh, all the good stuff's there, and including our conversations over the last couple of days with uh, well, John Wall was with us, uh, chairman of the Republican Party of Alabama. Uh, yesterday, we had the Louisiana lawmaker with us, uh, Dodie Horton, Representative Horton from Louisiana, talking about In God We Trust in their state. Uh, lots of good stuff. Go check out the podcast, PriorityTalkRadio.com. And for those of you listening to the podcast, thank you very much. Uh, we're here until 7 o'clock, Monday through Friday, 5 until 7. And we know a lot of you uh, just joining us here in hour number two, and we are grateful to be with you. Always listen live at our website or download the free WXJC radio app. It's free. Just download. It's a quick, easy, small download, and you can listen to the station on your mobile device as much as you'd like. It's easy to do, so check that out. All right, we continue hour number two. We're uh, doing a little pastor talk today, and I've got my friend uh, Dr. Roger Martis in studio with me. And uh, we've been, well, we've just been having a good time here over the last hour and uh, talking about his uh, latest book, Peaks and Pits, How the Land of the Bible Reflects the Life of a Believer. And we've just been talking all about Israel, which you guys know I love Israel and um, just got back. And, and Roger, you know, you got, you've been there. Just got back. Just got back <laughs> and, you, and about to go again, all that kind of stuff. We talked, he's, what is it, what did you say, what, 21 times or something 21 like that? 21 times. Yeah, been yeah. over there. So um, we love Israel. If you missed that conversation about his book, uh, it is really, really good. I know some of you just joining us, and he just basically took the uh, the hills, the mountains, and, and the valleys of of the Holy Land and told us all about them, from the geography to the, to the application, to the lessons exactly. to be learned. Uh, absolutely wonderful. So we had a good full description uh, on that last hour. And we mentioned his ministry in Nazareth. And we've kind of been holding that off so we could get more into it. Uh, Friends of Nazareth Baptist School. So that's what we want to jump into. Of course, Roger's from up in Florence, Alabama, and down in Birmingham with us today. And we're glad to have you here for hour number two as well, Roger. Thank you, brother. Greg's great to be back, man. Friends of Nazareth, uh, and making an impact in Jesus' hometown, one life at a time. Now, you started off going to Israel a lot, taking groups over there. Right. And then tell folks how the school developed. Well, actually, the school, long before me, the Southern Baptist Convention started the school back in 1935. So you've been to Israel so enough. it's been to there. Me. Okay. Yeah. So you know, I mean, that's before Israel even became a, a nation recognized by the U, UN. Sure. There was already a, an evangelical presence in the Lord's hometown of all places, you know. Wow. And so... Today, that's grown to be the, it's the only K-12 evangelical school in the whole country. I'm told it's the only K-12 through evangelical school in all the Middle East. Now you think about that, a strategic 
opportunity for the gospel in Jesus' hometown. Wow. And, and Greg, I, I get to tell churches this every week. I, there's no doubt in my mind. This is not just preacher talk. No doubt in my mind. Right where our school is is exactly where Jesus grew up. It's where he grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor, favor. with God and man. You say, well, how do you know that? You know, Because we're located right across the street from Mary's well. Yeah. Well, where the water is is where everybody lived. You know, so if, if you didn't have water, if you didn't have access to water, you didn't, you didn't stay there, you didn't have life. <laughs> yeah. And so where the water source is for Nazareth, which we know from the Bible, which is where Jesus was raised, where the water source is, right across the street from that, is our school. Wow. Man, you talk about a strategic location. Well, I've seen it then. Because I've been there to Mary's Well. I just didn't know what I was looking at. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you're, if you're standing there, And at there's Mary's a Baptist well, church right, there as well. It's located right next door to the Baptist yeah, church. Okay. Yeah, I've the seen the Nazareth church. Evangelical Baptist Church yeah. is right on the same campus where our school is. Okay. So behind that gate there is our is the only K through 12 evangelical school in the country. Wow. And we've got over a thousand students, and we've got 13 years to just pour into them and tell them about Nazareth's most familiar name, wow. <laughs> which is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so we get to pour the gospel into them. And as you know, Nazareth is the Arab capital mm -hmm. of Israel. And so even though all of these people that live in Nazareth proper, they're Israeli citizens, they're not Jewish people. Okay, mm -hmm. They're Arab people. And so we'll even have some Muslim kids. Sure. You know, They're more about, likely to be Muslim. About 50% of the population today of, of Nazareth are, are in the Muslim community. But they want it, you know. A, they want a good crazy, education. They want a great education. Just like we do. So so they'll come. They'll, they'll lay aside some of their preferences. That's a good word that we <laughs> could help us sometimes. They lay aside their preferences to say, I want my kid to have a great education. And so they come to our school. They have to sign an affidavit that says they'll go to chapel. They'll take Bible class. Mm -hmm. You and I know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so for 13 years, we're pouring the gospel of the Lord Jesus into them. And we're seeing many of these from a, from a number of different backgrounds who have come to know Christ. And then we get to disciple them and nurture them and grow them in their faith. Man, we're having the time of our life. Wow, that's awesome. I had no idea it had been there that long. 1935. So we're coming up on our 100th anniversary. Uh, I'm told that the school was begun for a few MKs, missionary kids, mm -hmm. and a few locals. Okay. But today it's grown to be, it's all of basically of local people and uh, that come right there from the Galilee community, from Nazareth and even the surrounding area, Cana, you know, some other places close, close by. We would call that Cana, right. Cana of Galilee. And, uh, but they all come there again because of the name, the school. Get, get this, Greg, in a Jewish uh, land, there's an Arab evangelical school that more times than not in the last 10 years has been ranked in the top five schools of the whole country. Hmm. A couple of years, we've been the number one ranked school in the country. And that's right based now. on testing and scoring and yeah, preparedness the ministry, and The that. Ministry of Education in the, wow. in, in the land of Israel. And they've recognized an evangelical, an Arab evangelical Baptist school 
as the number one ranked school. Isn't that amazing? Well, I really mean, that's is. just a God moment. I didn't know all that. And, and 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 that's a school that's been there. And and I'm gonna tell you this: having having been there a bunch of times, and you have as well, I can go all over that country. And I meet our graduates. I meet people that they'll, they'll see my shirt and they'll say, well, I went to school there. Mm. I went to school there. And I mean, I'm talking about all over the country. And nobody has anything but positive things to say because of the great education they got. And the great, just, it's just a great place. And I'm honored to be a part of and it. And how many students now? A thousand? thousand and thirty students. Another hundred faculty, staff, and administrators. Now get this. Uh, and we're on less than three-fourths of an acre. So you know the I mean you've been to it's Nazareth tight. you yeah, know it's, it's tight. tight and you don't build out you build up we we tell people we pack them and stack them mm -hmm. that's just the way you have to do it in those hills of mm -hmm. Israel and uh, so we so we we keep going up but we're out of property we're licensed by the MOE to have 1800 students but we don't have any more room mm. so that's something your listeners can help us do please pray that God would provide land for us to to build an extension or another campus or or, okay, Lord, if we're going to stay here, how can we build up mm -hmm. and go even higher? Because you say, well, why is that a big deal? Well, the more students you've got there, more the more influence. opportunities for the gospel. Yeah, sure. You know? So we want to, if, if the government's going to say, hey, you can have 1,800 students, we'd love to have 1,800, if not more. Mm -hmm. And uh, But we're just, we don't have and the space to do that. And the demand would be there for them. You could have 1,800 if you, you know, had space. We, we've got a waiting list yeah. right now of over 500 students. Wow. That, again, because of the influence of the school, that if we had space for them today, I could have a, I could have them in a classroom tomorrow, but we, we don't have any more space. Tell so us a little bit more. Yeah, God we will. Tell us a little bit more about Nazareth. And you mentioned the 50-50 Arab-Jewish uh, population. Um, you know, it's, it's a pretty bustling town now. Uh, and pretty good size, you know. I, I don't know the population, but it's a decent size town. Almost ninety thousand people yeah, there it's now. A lot different okay. than it was in Jesus' day. Yeah, you know, and I say this, I think of the book. You do, you yeah. know, uh, Nazareth in the time of Christ, we think was probably about four hundred people. Yeah. Okay, and uh, so it has grown a little bit since that time period. But it's a beautiful area in the northern part of the country there in Galilee, and so it's the it's the area that's you know it's not the desert, it's not the wilderness area that you. See when you go down south of Jerusalem, uh, toward the Dead Sea, places mm -hmm. like that. So it's beautiful, and man, in the rainy season during the winter, the spring, and the fall, it's lush. Yeah. It's green. It's uh, you know you've got the vegetation and the, and the fruits, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. The the bougainvilleas, I'm sure you've seen those all over the land, and just the flowers and and everything. It's a, the prettiest part. No wonder Mary and Joseph wanted to raise their family there, yeah. you know, because it's a beautiful area. Uh, but it's, it, yeah, it's grown, but it's it's now the Arab capital of Israel. Now, that's not an official deal, but it's, you know, Palestinian-backed background people. They all live in that area. And so there's not any Jewish people that live in Nazareth proper. Mm -hmm. You get in the outlying areas, Nazareth Elite, uh, some of the other areas, there, there's some Jewish people there. Okay, that's good, because I know when I've been there, it seemed like it was pretty much Arab. Yeah, it's completely <laughs> When, when Arab. I thought I heard you yeah. say 50-50, but that's sort of the greater Nazareth area. Yeah, no. But in no, the it, town, when you're there, it's... Yeah, it's you, completely Arab there. But that doesn't mean they're all Muslims. That, no. That's not what I mean by no. that. But uh, because you've got, you know, you've got Arab Christians, Christians, and you've got, you know, you've got Catholics and Orthodox, mm -hmm. and, and then a small contingency of the population are evangelical believers like, like you mm -hmm. and me. And there's a few, there's a handful, the Association of Churches there and, and the Evangelical Convention there of, 
uh, Bible-believing churches mm -hmm. and uh, that are preaching the gospel and ministering to people, many of them right there from Jesus' hometown. Now, in, in Nazareth, because, you know, typically when we go there on a tour, um, you know, we, we go to the Genesis uh, or the Nazareth uh, village, village Nazareth which village. is pretty new. Yeah. What's that been around? Five years? Before COVID, it opened yeah, up, I guess. I mean, it, it's, it's been there 10 or 12 years okay. there now, but, but it's, it's gotten more it's popular. evolving. It's okay. growing. Absolutely. I didn't really know about it until maybe, uh, you know, 18, 19 maybe. And uh, and that, that's a cool place to go because they sort of show you what life was like in, in, when Jesus was growing up. It's, it's the Williamsburg of Israel. Yeah, there you go. It tells you, okay, this is what it was like. They show we, you how they did things. Here's exactly. how they farmed. Here's exactly. how we did this. Here's how we washed our clothes. Here's how we made our clothes. Absolutely. Show the you potter that and the will and the, the and they're really the, good the about tying in the, the scripture and you know show you how so much of the words of Jesus, the parables of Jesus, all just came out of real life. Absolutely. You know, it's like this wasn't something they were that wasn't familiar. That's a good lesson for a lot of us preachers. Absolutely. It's just preach the familiar. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what what people can connect to from their everyday life, and you'll be a lot more effective. That's what Jesus did. Uh, but that's a good visit. And then, then most people, if they even if they don't go there, they'll go up to Mount Precipice exactly. and take that view, which is uh, thought to be maybe um, where the, the crowd, when they ran Jesus out of the synagogue, right. were going to maybe cast him off. You know, they were rejecting him. Do you believe that would have been the place? Certainly could have been. Again, it's, it's, it's the recognized place. Recognized. Probably that was more of a place closer into town at that time yeah. period so you know there's a in my book i i utilize that place and i talk about that but probably the more authentic historical place would be closer into town and there's a couple of spots that are you know some of the insiders yeah. we'll talk yeah. about that are other close than, to the silk there that's right uh, in in downtown Nazareth. other than that are there are there many ar other archaeological digs i mean mary's well what, what are some of the other archaeological you, you know you've got like the sisters of nazareth convent that's believed to be joseph's family's home and and maybe even his tomb area uh you've got mary's home that's under the church of the annunciation yeah. which is the big catholic church uh, that that's kind of the iconic figure of uh, of Israel. Of Israel, you, yeah. You've, you've got the Greek Orthodox Church where the that's built over the well where the water source is, uh, but then just the old market area, what's called the souk, uh, and there are places there that are, I mean, that date back to the first century. It's hmm. it's unbelievable the history that's there. I've not seen a lot of those first century. You know, we kind of go in and out, and you don't spend a lot of time there. You don't spend a lot of time there because it's, it's it's hard it, to get in and out. It's, it's hard to get in and that's uh -huh. exactly right yeah. and and all of your big tour companies will say man we can't take our buses down no. there. well you can yeah, it's hard they don't want to because the traffic i jokingly say listen if you can if you can drive in nazareth you can drive anywhere in the world because <laughs> it's absolutely crazy driving in nazareth and uh but uh you know bumper to bumper i mean literally all the time there so they don't like to bring their buses there yeah. but but i want to encourage your listeners when you come to the holy land why would you not want to go to Jesus' hometown? Sure, yeah. You know, why would you not want to see well, where he where he was raised and uh, and now to come and say, I want to see the only K through twelve evangelical school in the country well, that's so reaching kids with the gospel. I'm so glad to know more about it. Uh, Roger Martis in studio with us, Friends of Nazareth Baptist School, and then also his book Peaks and Pits. Uh, at uh, uh, what 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 do we say the website is if they want to get the book they can come to my website rogermartis.com they okay. go to friendsofnazareth.org sure. either one yeah either okay rogermartis.com or go to Amazon you know wherever peaks and pits uh, beautiful book I, I wish we'd have just I wish I'd have had this when I just went to Israel I had not gotten it yet from you 
Uh, I would love to have had one for everybody that went with us because it would have added a lot to their trip. I will. It'll add a lot to their (laughs) trip. All right, we got to take a break. It's Priority Talk Radio here on Truth 101.1 WXJC. Hang with us. We'll be right back. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's today's family dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hi, Alabama. This is Robert Jeffress, Bible teacher on Pathway to Victory. Thank you so much for listening to Priority Talk with my friend, Greg Davis, right here on WXJC. And we're back in Priority Talk Radio. Greg Davis here with you. On this Thursday evening, uh, Pastor Talk on Thursday, uh, Pastor Paul Brazier out of town this week. We're glad to have Roger Martis here with us. And uh, pastored for, we learned last hour, 36 years. Is that the number? That's right. 36 years, a local pastor. And uh, we mentioned this last hour, but I'll tell you some. Uh, he, he was on with us. Gosh, what year was that? Maybe when you were here before. I don't know if we ever figured it Several out. Years Seventeen, ago. maybe. Several, yeah, maybe. Maybe two thousand seventeen, like for a previous book that he had had written, and then we just uh, recently came across one another again. And he's got his book Peak and Pits: How the Land of the Bible Reflects the Life of a Believer. And you can uh, find that uh, anywhere, but you can go to rogermartis dot com as well. That that's probably the best way to get it. Roger Martis, M A R D I S uh, at dot uh, com. Okay. And we're talking Friends of Nazareth, a Baptist school. Now, now tell us how you got involved in this, uh, in the Friends of Nazareth Baptist School. It's been since 35, even before before Israel was uh, you know, reborn as a, as a state, right, right. Uh, as a nation. Um, how did you get involved? Obviously, you hadn't been involved since 35. So, uh, Greg, it's a, it, honestly, it's a great story, and I don't know if I have enough time to tell you all this, but uh, Rick Lance and the mm-hmm. Alabama State Board of Missions was taking a trip in 2013 and at that time the majority of the M's the majority of the missionaries in Israel had a connection with Alabama so it made sense for uh, missionaries from Alabama to go and, and encourage missionaries from Alabama so Dr. Lance called me my associate pastor a couple of men from our church in Scottsboro and we went there, and we went to do a mission trip for the missionaries. And we worked at the Baptist Village, okay, and uh, encouraged the missionaries. And, well, I loved it. I so loved it, I went back the next year on my own, took some people from my church. We worked at the Baptist Village. I showed them the land of Israel. Second year, I loved it. 
I loved it so much. I went back the third year. Mm-hmm. And got addicted. I got addicted, exactly. <laughs> and when I'm there on my third year, uh, a friend of mine, Andre Mubarak, who is a tour guide, owns a tour company in Jerusalem, had become a friend of mine because I'd been with him for the three previous years. And my book, uh, Big Doors Swing on Small Hinges, yeah. that you're talking about, uh, had come out. And Andre was in the process of writing a book. And so he said, Roger, I know you've got a book. And he said, mine's at the publisher, and, and I'd love to chat with you about your book. Could we do that? And I said, well, I'd love to, you know. And so after breakfast, we were going to talk. And honestly, I don't remember saying one word about the book, okay. Mm-hmm. But he said to me, he said, man, why do you keep coming over here? You're, you're, you're just you're interested in this land, and you've got so many. And to make a long story short, you know, he said to me, Roger, have you ever been to Nazareth? And I wanted to say, well, brother, you know where I've been. You, you planned all my trips. Mm-hmm. And he said, are you familiar with the Nazareth Baptist School? I said, well, I'm a Baptist preacher, but I didn't know there was a Baptist school in Nazareth. And he said, Do you, have you ever heard of the ministry, the Friends of Nazareth? And I said, well, of course not. No, I don't know that. And uh, he said, well, you need to look into them. He said, you and the leader of that organization, y'all have a lot of similar passions. And he said, honestly, I think she has some kind of connection with Alabama. And, you know, everybody's always telling the preacher what to do. So I'm mm-hmm. like, that's going in one ear and out the other. And But but he told me, he said, you ought to look her up. She's on Facebook. You could find out who she is. And and, and I, But I had no intentions of doing that. We get in our bus. We're driving down to the Dead Sea in Masada. And I pull out my iPad, and I find this lady, sure enough, on Facebook. And now it's 9 o'clock in the morning in in, in Jerusalem, so it means it was two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. in Georgia where she lived, and so. But I sent her a message, and I said, "I said, Donna, you don't know me. My name is Roger Martis. I'm from Florence, Alabama. I grew up at Highland Baptist Church. I'm in Jerusalem talking to a mutual friend of ours, and he told me I ought to reach out to you. Now, Greg, God is my witness. That's exactly what I said. Hmm. Within five minutes, remember it's two o'clock in the morning, and sure. and and. Georgia. Within five minutes, I get a message back from this lady, and she said, Roger, did you used to live on Sherrod Avenue in Florence, Alabama? <laughs> I said, well, as a matter of fact, I did. And she said, well, I think I used to be the, your babysitter. What? So I'm like, okay, God, you just got my attention, all right? Wow. And uh, so she tells, we, we chat a little bit online, and then she says, when you get back in the in, in the States, give me a call. I did. She said, hey, you need to go back with me to Nazareth. And I said, Don, I can't do that. I've just got back. No, you need to go with me. You're supposed to be on this trip. I can't do that. My wife, my church, I can't afford it. I don't want to go right now. I'm worn out from that last trip. Mm -hmm. Long story short, I went back three months later to Nazareth. And all I can tell you, Pastor, is this. I knew the moment I walked in that city there was something special about that school, about this town, and about this organization and I knew in some way I was going to be involved in that I didn't know how mm-hmm. but I said to Donna I said Donna the God's hand is on this and I said the day's going to come when when friends of Nazareth and Nazareth Baptist School grows to the point where they where you need a, an assistant and I'm gonna be your assistant and we both kind of laughed but six months later I was asked to be on the board of friends of Nazareth and then six months after that I became the president wow. of friends of Nazareth and so I, I tell people today, man, I've got the greatest gig in the world. Mm. I get to preach the gospel every week somewhere, and I get to tell people what God is doing in his hometown mm. 
and how they can be involved. Wow. I'm like, wow, what an opportunity. And so I'm having the time of my life. I, I know I'm probably in the fourth quarter of my life and my ministry, and but I'm like, boy, what a way to finish strong and do something that can impact the kingdom of God to begin right in right where Jesus began yeah, in his wow. hometown wow. and start right there with those boys and girls and as, in the same way Jesus grew in wisdom stature and favor with God and man we're getting to see that with yeah. our students I love and that so, verse I've, so we I've get to be a preached part of it that. Luke 252 preached it several yeah. times over Amen. the years Roger Martis in studio with us wow friends of Nazareth Baptist School and we're sort of focusing on that this hour last hour as he sat in with us we talked about his book, Peak and Pits, How the Land of the Bible Reflects the Life of a Believer. And we'll get these links up for you um, on our uh, on our website. Uh, go over there to our show notes, and we'll have it there for you. And uh, we'll, we'll maybe we'll take a picture before we get out here as well. And uh, you and I, and we'll post up the links and stuff there as well. But you can go to rogermartis.com or friendsofnazareth.org. All right, bottom of the hour. We've got to take this break. Hang with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Priority Talk listeners, care to make a quick comment or ask a question for Greg on the air? Send the code PTR to the number 205-941-1011 to join the show's text line where you can communicate with Greg during the show. That's 205-941-1011 and send the letters PTR. Thanks for listening. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... And thank you for being with us, Priority Talk Radio, right here on WXJC Truth 101.1. And, uh, boy, we're wrapping up here this Thursday evening. It's going quick. Uh, Roger Martis here in studio with us, Pastor Talk on Thursdays. And uh, we've been talking about his book, Peak and Pits, How the Land of the Bible Reflects the Life of a Believer. Wonderful book, let me just tell you. If you've been to Israel, you're going to love this book. And if you hadn't been to Israel, you're going to love this book. And, and you're going to learn so much. And, you know, I've, Roger, back to your book. We talked about it last hour. Okay, If you want to get all the details, um, go back to the podcast from last hour. But I'll say what I said then. I've seen a lot of books on the Holy Land and on the sites and things like that. And some of them, you know, got full-color illustrations in them and pictures and all that. Look, those are all available online. But yours, man, is just written with enough geographical and, um, you know, um, understanding of the land and the lay of it with the spiritual with the spiritual applications that, that we take from the land. There, yeah. There's lessons all over. the Every step you take is a lesson Absolutely. over there. And, uh, you know, I'm still at that point, maybe like you are right now, the shoes I wore while I was over there, I, I just I hate to wipe the dust off of them. You know what I mean? It's like, um, yeah. you know, you got that dust on them, and you get home, oh, and you're like, dust. <laughs> I don't want to take, I don't want to knock that dust off those shoes because there's there's lessons in all of those. So, yeah. it's a wonderful book if you're interested more in Israel. Peak and Pits: How the Land of the Bible Reflects the Life of a Believer. RogerMartis.com, and uh, we've been focusing more this hour on Friends of Nazareth Baptist School, of which uh, Roger is the uh, the president uh, of the board, and um, we want you to find that as well. FriendsOfNazareth.org. So. Uh, let me speed up here. So the school, it runs itself over there. They yeah. do a great job, as you said. The Ministry of Education in Israel is highly recognized. Um, and, it, and it being Christian is not a problem. 
Do the kids go? Um, do they pay to go? What, what's they do. The they, pay, they, they pay. You know, interesting fact, they even get some scholarships from the government to go to an evangelical, wow. <laughs> private evangelical school. Wow. Now, they don't get the same scholarship that your Jewish students would get, okay? And so they're they're more the the marginalized part of the population, but it, it is a socialized education medicine kind of country so okay. so the government does help them in that way okay. but but they don't provide them enough and so for an arab evangelical school in that land that's part of what my job is you know as a pastor you understand this you've been a pastor it's always interesting as a pastor we have to be careful talking to our people about money you know you don't want to be called that pastor all he ever talks about is money but you know what as the president of a nonprofit, you know what i talk about a whole lot have to. is money and so i have to tell people you know okay guys here's what god is doing and we need your help and you know we're the school was begun by southern baptists but southern baptists are no longer involved in that mm. so we don't get cooperative program dollars we don't get lottie moon christmas offering dollars type deal and so the people pay a tuition to go there but when you've got a thousand students in a building that's several decades old okay built on a fault line uh, that's way overused and very old and tired there's always upkeep there's always needs we're you know Two years ago, we did a earthquake remediation deal. It cost us a half million dollars. Whoa. But we ended up, after a small earthquake in Galilee, we ended up on a, a watch list that if there was one that was like 5.0 or higher, you know, this building's going to topple. Well, man, we had to do something immediately. So did we have the money? No, but God did. Mm-hmm. And God provided for us, and we were able to, to do the remediation work to get our building earthquake prepared for a certain level of earthquake. So that's kind of the things that I do. I just say, guys, here's what God's doing. We need your help. And I've got foundations and businesses and churches. Now, not enough of them, you know. Maybe one reason God wanted me to come here is so some listener mm-hmm. today on this station could say, you know what, I love the land of Israel. I want the gospel to go there. Here is the number one evangelistic opportunity in all of the land. Now, we know there's no doubt about that, no question about that, because of the number of students there and how long it's been there. The number one evangelistic opportunity in the whole land of Israel is this school. And so what is a way that I can pour into people's lives? Uh, it's a great way to do that. So if some of your listeners can say, you know, I'd, man, I'd be interested in that. Reach out to me, roger at friendsofnazareth.org. Come by our offices in Florence, Alabama. I don't live in Israel. I, I tell people I live in the other holy land. I live in Alabama, you know, but I'm in Florence, Alabama. You live in, you live in the Shoals. I live in the Shoals area, back in my hometown. Yeah. And uh, Jesus came out of his hometown. I'm back in my hometown, you know. That's where my office is. And uh, so, but again, well, there it's may just be some churches awesome that want to partner, some churches, maybe some individuals, uh, all of the above. Friendsofnazareth.org. Wow, that, that's a. Uh, Really amazing, and I, I got to be honest, man. I, I feel really ignorant not to have already known more about this. Well, hey, I'm honored, Greg, to be here to not only you know share it with you, but share it with your listeners and say, guys, here's what the Lord's up to. Mm-hmm. You know, come in the same way the Scripture says, come and see. Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Come and see. Yeah. And if you need help to get there, you can help them get there. I can help them get yeah. there. So, so and, you. Do you now you take people over to let them see the school? Yeah, we're, the school, you know, I tell people we're, we're not a, we're not a tour company, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
But you I would be, mission work. But I would be foolish not to let people tour the land while they're sure. over there. They pay such such high Air dollars fare. to go, yeah. you know. So I'll be going back. I mean, this year I'm over there four or five times. You know, we do that. Air, our ministry is there 12 times this year. We're involved in summer camps, you know, overnight mm-hmm. camp, day camp, Mother's Day program, Easter program, Christmas program, fall festival, yeah. all of these areas. And, and so we're back and forth. I'm not always there. Our executive yeah. director may be there or teams and may be And while so many people, I'm not knocking it, but so many people go to South America, go to Africa, man, go to Nazareth. Go to This it, is another option. Absolutely. And, and it's a great option. And uh, we, we could help them there. We need their help. And uh, the school needs their help. And uh, I'd, I'd love to introduce some more people to what God's doing there in his hometown. Yeah. But talk a little bit. There's a hospital there as well that's a, a pretty... Absolutely. Pretty right right by the Nazareth, Nazareth Village. Village. That's, yeah. that's right there. It, it's operated by the Nazareth Trust. It's a Christian hospital. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's operated by the trust there. It's a great organization. High-quality medical care. Yeah, well, if you're ever over there and you need a hospital for, for a cold to a broken bone to an appendix or whatever in between... That's where you want to get to it. Brother, I ended up there. You Did know, you? I, I got heat exhaustion and dehydration yeah. one summer, and uh, I was wiped out. And uh, my my wife said she just saw the life come back into me when they gave me three bags of fluid. So that, that, that's when I knew, boy, I was depleted. And wow. uh, but, but they pumped me back up. But, yeah, it's a great hospital, and uh, uh, quality leadership do incredible work. And uh, they took good care of me, and wow. they'll take good care of anybody else, too. Well, that's, that, it, Nazareth's a neat place. I hate that we didn't do more while we were there now, you know. But, you know, when you go over to Israel, it's like, you know, people get disappointed. Well, we didn't get to see this. Well, if you saw, that means you got to see something else, you know. So Greg, there's so been, much to see. I've been 21 times, and I, there's more of Israel I've not seen sure. than I have seen. Yeah. In fact, this last month, I went up on the Temple Mount for the first time. Oh, really? Hmm. That's the first time I've ever done that, yeah. you know. So I'd been there 20 previous trips. I've looked at it. I've seen it yeah. from a distance. But... This time I got to go up on Well, I'll that. tell you this. Wow, what I, I a actu- place. <laughs> I actually, in 99, went in the mosque. Not the wow. mosque, but the dome. Wow. They let you go in back then. Now, I'm not super proud of that now that I did. I don't know why. I almost feel defiled or something by it. Maybe I shouldn't. Hey, I wouldn't mind going in there. Well, I did know? in 99, and then sometime shortly after that, maybe it was after 9-11 or something like that, they closed it down, and you you can't go in anymore. I've got a Christian friend who who but I actually, saw the rock in there. You know, it's Abraham and Isaac, and it, it, yeah, it, that's in there. I've got a, a Christian friend that lives in Nazareth that's actually been inside there as well, mm-hmm. and but he went in with some Muslim friends yeah. that he played soccer with, and uh, that's really the only reason he got to go in. But yeah, yeah that, that's quite a deal if you got to go in there. So I did. That's yeah. awesome. You know, you had to take your shoes off and all that, and so looking Absolutely. back on, it, I'm kind of like, man, I don't know if I should have done that or not, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad I saw it, you know. Uh, I believe God gave you grace for that. Maybe so. You're, yeah. you're I'm okay. I've, you're I've okay. repented <laughs> since then, if I needed to, I guess. But uh, whether we needed to or not, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so all those times, you know, to get on the Temple Mount. Because it's not always available. It's not always available. It's just certain times of the day. Some days it's not available. And, and sometimes there's always a little bit of stress mm-hmm. that can be involved. We know that in the Holy Land. So, you know, you never know what you might walk into. And so, but we got to go. And then I, when I was there, I was like, wow. It, you know, you know it's huge. Yeah, it is While a big I was up area. there, I was like, "This is unbelievable!" It, it looked much larger than I anticipated. It, it, so it is when you start walking around it. It's yeah, a, it, we were this. You know, we went up there this time. Yeah, and pretty uh, fascinating. It's uh, you know, when you think that's where the the first and second temple were, and the holy of holies, and that's where Jesus 
much of what you read in the Gospels yeah. a lot in Jerusalem. It happened right there. Yeah. Um, it's, and where uh, I believe the next temple is going to be. That's right. <laughs> it, it's past, present, and future. Absolutely. Significance. It, Absolutely. It, it really is. So if people were to go over with you uh, and they go to the school, of course, you'll let them see the land. You know, Absolutely. You'll, you'll have, it won't be like a full tour, but you'll get to see some spots. Uh, if they go to the school, what do they get to participate while they're there, um, involved, or kind of view, watch what? It depends on what time of the year they go. Yeah. A lot of times we're there during the summer, and of course school's not meeting during the summer, but that's when we do vacation Bible school or summer camps and things of this nature. They go during the school year, yes, they could sit in on chapel. Mm -hmm. They could perhaps see the classes. Now, honestly, a lot of those rules change after COVID because yeah. the whole country closed down for a while. But they've, they've come back from that. But there's still some restrictions, and you have to follow some guidelines and uh, just to be safe, and, yeah. uh, which is smart. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, if, if they would coordinate that through our organization, we could get them a meeting. Well, that's what I mean, yeah. if they go with you. Get, get, get a meeting with our leadership that are there. They can tour the campus. They can meet perhaps some of the students and sit in on chapel. And, and we'd love, we, we would be honored to show them you know, I tell people, hey, that's your school, yeah. you know, and and so how do come, the kids get to it. how do the kids get to school over there? Uh, most most of them either walk or they're dropped off. Okay. You know, I mean, you know, they're they're unlike children in our culture here. You know, uh, I mean, they may get on the transit system that's there, mm -hmm. but many of them come from the neighborhood and they walk in, or their parents will drop them off right there. They might come in on a bus, you know, but some may actually come from the other the outlying cities, and so. Parents drop them off, and uh, so kind of like here in a city. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, very, not not too much different. Absolutely. I'm just fascinated by the whole thing. Uh, what are some of the, what what kind of what are the classes? I mean, obviously they're going to learn math and it's a STEM school. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So so science, technology, uh, engineering, and math mm -hmm. are a real priority. So so man, we have the best of the best and the brightest of the bright that are there. I mean, we've got uh, Ivy League uh, students. You know, they've come from Nazareth Baptist School. We've got students all over the, the country here that the best of the best. They want our grads because they're they're the top. Well, and quite honestly, of the country there. We we don't really value or understand education. Well, education, but then what comes out of Israel? The technology. Yep. Stuff we enjoy here. That's where it came from. Yep. We take you it know, for granted, and you've got all the Nobel Peace Prize winners. You know, most all of them, are, you know, come from come from Israel. Many yep. of them do. Greg, it's interesting to be such said, a small nation. They have turned out more technology and advancement than any other land, I would think, especially for its size. It's interesting that you would say the Nobel Peace Prize because there's been one institution in the whole world, one institution, that's been invited to Lindell, Germany for the next step to the Nobel Peace Prize Foundation, the one school that got invited in the whole world is the Nazareth Baptist School, and mm. we've been invited twice. Wow. And it's because of the, the science, technology, engineering, and math capabilities of the students. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's, it's a great place with great students. But again, a good education is awesome, but they need more than a good education. That's right. They need a good God, and they need the gospel, yeah. and that's why we're there. Well, that is wonderful. Roger Martis and it's friendsofnazareth.org. Uh, that's been uh, mainly our topic this hour. For those of you that weren't with us last hour, we talked about his book, Peak, uh, Peaks and Pits, How the Land of the Bible Reflects the Life of a Believer. And you got a beautiful picture of the Sea of Galilee yeah. there on the front cover. 
Um, sometimes hard to tell that in the Dead Sea, but that's the Sea of Galilee, right? Exactly. And uh, wonderful book, just uh, devotional kind of readings on um, on the Holy Land and uh, the mountains, the hills, the peaks and the pits. Uh, illustrated, wonderful book. One of the best I've seen, quite honestly. Uh, and I've, I've had a lot of them, and I've, I've talked about a lot of them here on the show. And it's really, really fantastic. Well, Roger, can't thank you enough for being with us and spending so much time with us, practically the whole show. Uh, man, I really appreciate it, and we'll look forward to having you back with us again. And I want to keep talking about uh, Friends of Nazareth. I love it. Thank you so much. I'm all about it. Thanks all for letting about me come. God thank you, man. Have a, have a safe trip back to Florence, Alabama this evening. Will do. All thank right. you. God bless. All right. Our final break. We'll be right back on the other side. Priority talk. Marketing can be overwhelming. The marketing landscape is full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with a purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. Hey, everybody, this is Kurt Cameron, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Big thanks to Roger Martis for being with us. Man, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Pastor Talk here on Thursdays. Uh, Pastor Paul Brazier will be back in next Thursday with us. In fact, uh, I think next Thursday he's going to be here and I'm not going to be here uh, next Thursday night, if I remember. I think that's the week. Uh, I'm in Pickens County on Thursday evening uh, with a group of pastors and spouses. I'm going to be encouraging them and talking to them about some of the issues going on uh, here in our state. And so I think Paul will be here next Thursday with you for our Pastor Talk segment. Um, Friday, of course, uh, we've got a good show for you. I'm going to be with you hour number one, and then i got to skip out. And Nate's going to be with you during hour number two on Friday evening. So we hope you'll uh, plan to be with us. And, of course, man, not too long until um, a lot of you will get to listen to us on Friday evenings headed to Friday night high school football games. Wow. Uh, a lot of those, you know, they start at 7 or 7.30. And so a lot of you will be uh, trekking all across the state to those high school football games. And remember, we're here. We're not, we won't be focused all on football necessarily but um, something encouraging to listen to on the way to the game and uh, we'll try to share some good news and christian values that's what priority talks all about but nate will be with you tomorrow uh, during the second hour and he told me he's going to get into technology tomorrow during the second hour the um, the goods the bads the ins and the outs of technology and, the, and christianity and the church so uh, listen in for that with uh, nate tomorrow during the second hour and i'll be with you during the first hour and we'll cover uh, some of the news of the day and, uh, and those kind of topics as well. Coming up next week, we've got some really good stuff coming your way. Uh, we do hope that you'll uh, plan to be with us as much as you possibly can. And if not, find us on the podcast, of course, next week. Um, but next week, we've got some really good, um, really good guests coming up. We're going to be talking prayer one day with Brooke McLaughlin. She's been with us uh, several times before. Uh, another local author, like Roger Martis, George Shamblin, is going to be with us next week. We're going to be talking about the uh, accuracy of the Bible. Uh, actually, that's next Thursday. I will be here next Thursday. It's the 24th that I'm, I'm gone. 24th, I'm in Pickens County. And I think Paul will handle the show that day for me. Paul and or Nate. 
And so uh, lots of good stuff coming up next week. We do hope that you'll uh, plan to spend as much of it with us as you can here on PriorityTalkRadio.com. Um, and look, get involved. Friends of Nazareth, you heard all about it. Uh, Roger, go check it out, friendsofnazareth.org, and just, um, you know, pray about it. See if that's something the Lord would have you invest in. You know, like I said, we're investing in uh, foreign work, you know, gospel work around the globe. And, you know, people get a passion and a calling for a certain nation or a certain city, a certain people group in the world. And there's some of you out there that God's got a passion for you. You just haven't discovered it yet, maybe. And maybe it's the land of Israel, maybe it's Nazareth, and maybe it's uh, a lot of those Arab kids over there that need the gospel. They need a great education, but they also need the gospel. So go check that out, friendsofnazareth.org. And if you missed all of that story, pretty amazing, you can go back and listen to it later on this evening or tomorrow, and uh, you'll you'll definitely enjoy that. And if you missed our talk about Peaks and Pits, Roger Martis's book, How the Land of the Bible Reflects the Life of a Believer, if you miss that, you'll be encouraged there as well, just learning more and more about the Holy Land. Look, you really can't fully, you can say this for a lot of things, but you can't really fully appreciate the scriptures until you understand the land, until you understand the geography, till, the, till you understand the places. So many of us, when we read the Bible, we just skip right over the places. Yeah. We, don't, we don't even pay attention to them at all. We just kind of read them and move right on because we don't know what they mean we don't we have no working knowledge of it and boy when you start putting a lot of that together and this book will help you do that when you start putting that stuff together stuff you've read before you you're going to find stuff in there you never even knew was there if you're looking for your bible study to be fresh and renewed maybe it's drawn cold uh and and kind of boring maybe because it's just the same old same old jump into something like peaks and pits and it'll just uh open up the bible to you quite possibly in a way that it uh, has never been before. All righty. We're going to let it go right there on Priority Talk here on this Thursday evening. And don't forget, of course, we'll be back on Friday, 5 until 7, right here on WXJC. Please stay tuned for all the great programming coming up uh, after our program and uh, really all the time, man. I mean, there's a lot of mornings. I start at 6.30 a.m. with Adrian Rogers and focus on the family. And David Jeremiah, and boy, if you're driving around the state like I am, uh, you can just listen to all the great Bible teaching all day long here on WXJC. All right, everybody, have a great evening, and we'll be back on Friday. God bless you.